We are back, honey. Hey, fam. This is exciting. With so much love, E&O. Has We've our been lo- in hibernation. Our podcast ha- has been in hibernation. Has our love been gone, though, during no, this time? but our love is alive and awake. It's better alive, than ever. alive, awake, strong, vibrant. A mighty rushing wind. Passionate. A waterfall. <laughs> Great to see you. Love you. Um, what do you want to talk about? Well, I can't believe I've known you since you're 18. Yeah. And now you're in your 40s. No. You're I'm, not in your 40s? I'm 32. Oh, my bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's right. 32. I'm not 32. I'm excited to be in my 40s. You have actually. the body of a 32-year-old. <laughs> Which 32-year-old are you thinking of? None. I'm not thinking of anyone's body you're, but yours. No. it's It sounds like you're thinking of somebody's body. I'm not. I promise. I promise. I'm looking at your face right now. I can see that well, you Well, you th- can't tell. I can tell. That's the Michael B. Jordan face. It is not. The, I don't have a Michael B. Jordan face. That's so two years ago. Oh, that somebody new? No, <laughs> not at all. Don't That's be, what it sounds don't like. Don't be weird. Honey, you're the one making it weird right now. You're saying that there's some... I said you have the body of a 32-year-old. That's a compliment. Then you look. At you, then you. Then you looked off in the distance and smiled. I did not. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> well, you have the body... That's getting weird now. It's getting so weird. It's getting so weird. You're funny. No, you're the funny one. I love you so much. Now, I am excited to be able to be back on the podcast, though, to be able to spend time with everybody and talk about life, relationships, marriage, Mm -hmm. all of the things. Plenty of things have been going on in our life since our last podcast. So much. I mean. With so much love. You're pregnant. And just kidding. Fourth just kidding. Coming, just kidding. Dropping spring twenty twenty five. No way. No. Just kidding. If you were pregnant, that'd be so crazy. I I don't know what I would do. Yeah. I mean, of course. We're I'd not be, ready for. Well, I'd as be a say, father. We're not ready for sleepless nights, but we already have them with our daughter. So <laughs> no. there's that. She she likes to wake us up. We'll actually wake you up. Yeah, I, was I sleep say, through there's it. There's not a us in that. Yeah. Whenever our daughter comes into the room, she's now eight, and but she, she's she's going she, through a sleep regression. <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> she's comes teething. in, and Onika does not move. No. I mean, Mm-mm. there is. N- there's no help for we, me whatsoever. Well, because I handle certain things, you handle certain things. We're a team, and that is your shift, babe. Honey, you never have to think about like childcare or like when we're out of town. You don't have to do that crazy matrix. I agree. But, I'm not saying there's so not things each, that each each person has a thing that they do well. Yeah, but you the, do well waking up in the middle of the night. Yeah, I the, do well sleeping mi- we to the not, very last minute, and yeah. then you bringing me coffee. We didn't That's ag- the cross I need to bear. We didn't agree to this. We did not agree to me being the one that the kids come to at night. You do it well. I earned my stripes <laughs> when they were babies. Well. I earned my stripes, so I'm. Nice but I was you. right there with you when you they were, were babies. But then when you went back to work, I let you sleep. I don't remember this. I do. I do. Okay. Yes. So you're saying, because, you know, we've got two adopted kids, so there was yeah. no breastfeeding, so you can't pull the breastfeeding card off me. But we still had to feed them every couple hours. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was doing it. Not when you went back to work. I let you sleep, I promise. I let you sleep because I need you to be fresh because you had meetings. You offered, but I sent you back to sleep. I, I remember that happened three yeah. times. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I do remember being able to go back to sleep a few times. And I remember one time you throwing a bottle at me. That's never happened. No. <laughs> you would never throw a bottle. I would not throw a bottle. But no. I do remember you loving sleep 
And the sleepless nights with kids is a real thing. It is a real now thing. Now that Elle is, you know, getting up periodically and yeah, coming into the room, mm-hmm. um, our bedroom is near hers, so I hear her footsteps for sure. Yeah. So I know when it's about to happen. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a lock on our door for a very long time. Yeah. I have put a lock on the door. So it's great to hear her footsteps coming and knowing she's going to be... Knocking. Know, knocking. She's going to be just stopped right there. Mm-hmm. A, a couple of times I feel like she hit her face in the door because she was used to it just opening up. Right, So right. she's kind of like... That's that was so me, funny. That was me smacking the microphone. Um, but when she comes in and you are sleeping, I don't feel upset. I'm thankful for that. Like, I don't feel like, yeah, oh, my Because you're goodness. unselfish. Well, that's not the reason. I just recognize you're out. I appreciate like, you letting me rest because I go hard. You are so out. When I'm out, out, I do need my fuel. I'm like a bear. I need my like little sleep so then I can just like hit the ground running. Yeah. After two cups of coffee. I'm trying to wear that right now. I don't think I, I don't I ever feel really upset about that. I just feel like this is what it is. Yeah. I I wake up with the kids. I'm so thankful that you wake up with the kids. There was one You're night. Let, let it all out and no, just, just feel night. it. Because not a lot of dads do that. So I want you to wear the honor. No, no, I'm not trying to wear the honor. I just I remember want you to wear it, wear it. there was one time our son, our oldest, this one who was at home and I was away at college, but he was in high school. And he was just, you know, not feeling well at all, really, really sick. So I slept upstairs in mm-hmm. the in the guest bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh right right down the hall from him. And he comes in, and Onika was down in our bedroom, but I just wanted to kind of be near Parker, make sure. He, I think maybe you were not feeling well too. Maybe yeah, that's what that it was. Sounds right. So, but Parker comes in, he's like, Dad, I got to go to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. And we get up, we go to the emergency room, we sit there, uh, or, you know, like the urgent care, yeah. middle of the night, we sit there, he gets whatever, you know, help he needs to get. He was just feeling terrible. By the time we left, he was feeling better. We come home, put him back in bed, and then you wake up and had no idea that we had gone to urgent yeah. care. Do you, you remember guys that? Just let me sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were out the yep. entire time. Yeah. You were like, "Wait, what? You guys went to urgent yeah. care mm-hmm. and were up the whole evening." But I tried to call you, but once you're out, I'm out. You're out. Exactly. I don't have. I don't have any problem with that though. Well, I keep saying that. I will say this since we're staying on this, and I think you need to just like have some therapy in this moment, like therapy by talking about it. Um, we love therapy too. If there's any wrong therapy, therapy is amazing. It helps you get whole and healed. Um, when you go Does to the it? right one, yeah. When you go to the right one, yeah. I've seen some people go backwards. Yes, but when you go to the right one, it's a game but the changer. The right person, the right one. Shout out to all the therapists. Like, thank you for your grace, counselors, your marriage kindness, counselors, all of whatever. all yep. of y'all in that um, industry helping that space. people. Yeah, like, yes, yeah, space. Just beautiful thing. But I stayed up every night all through our son's high school career. You did. You went to sleep because Omika was like. I, was I don't praying know where he's at. I was just praying him through. It's just crazy. High school parents, you know, I don't know how many of you are listening, but I have a heart for you because high school is really no joke. And a lot happens in high school. So Well, the season though, shifts so much because you think it's really, really hard when they're toddlers, which they are. It's hard when yeah. they're toddlers. But high school, but you can control them. Yeah, high schoolers, there's just a different, when they're driving. Meaning control, meaning you can you put your hands you on them. I can pick eating, you up. You yes. know who they're playing with. Mm-hmm. You know whose house they're going over. Once they get a certain age and they start driving, it's a you have changer. to continue to release control. But all that to say, 
Yes, I do sleep when Elle comes in, but I stayed awake every single night that Parker went out, and I prayed until he got home and all night. I didn't go to bed, and even once he came home, I was still praying because that was my post. And so different parents have different posts that they carry and they wear, and um, I don't regret it, and he thanks me to this day. Well, you did a great job of that. I feel like there are so many times we weren't sure. You know, you have to—we chose to be parents— who put the right things in yeah, and then had to trust. Now, Onika and I definitely butted heads. We mm-hmm. butted heads yeah. because Onika was like, I don't want to give him maybe that much freedom. And I was more, let's give him a little bit more freedom. Mm-hmm. Now, they obviously, they got to earn it and they got to yeah. make, you know, right choices and, you know, different things. But we came to the conclusion, again, thank you so much for, you know, being willing to to hear me on this, to say, if he's going to mess up, let's have a mess up while he's home. Yeah. We don't want him messing up when he's away in college. Right. And then he's not sure what to do. Mm-hmm. So we decided, you know, let's, let's give some rope. Let's give some rope. Now, he had to earn trust for yeah. sure. I wish he was here. We could talk to him about it. And we did not do everything right because no parent does. Let's just yeah. take the superhero perfect parent off of the board because it doesn't exist Mm -hmm. i don't care if you think it does you think it's not true use the right bottles if you use the right diapers if you use the right diapers if you you puree your own food they're in the right school and they have the right friends and you have the right photos from the different holidays if that's the recipe do do all that stuff do it all do the best you possibly can put your trust in by doing all those things it's not like an equation one plus one doesn't equal two. No, they are a human being with a purpose, a call, yeah. decision-making ability, friendships, desires, wants, idols in their life, trying but, to learn what it means to be a follower of Jesus. you can do everything perfectly and not miss a game, not miss a bedtime, not miss a scripture. But they can meet a child who happens to be a bully at football practices, softball practice, soccer practice, school, mm-hmm. homeschool co-op. There is going to be some type of resistance that they encounter. We can't insulate children from resistance. So even though we place all those good things on the inside of them, something comes that makes you question your worth, your value. Like our kids dealt with bullying. All three of of our kids have. Most kids do. It's like a rite of passage, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, because we live in a broken world and we're all broken. So kids say things to other children and sometimes even teachers that really mark them. Yeah, yeah, coaches, teachers. And even though you pureed the food, you can't pureed. Even kids at church say crazy things, yeah, you kids, can't, whatever. You can't do everything so perfect that you protect and insulate them from the pain of this world. No, I was talking to um, one of my— And I used to think that that's— Yeah, it's, it's not possible. I thought it was possible. We I was talking to Corey, and um, he said this quote—no, he said this, so I'm quoting him. In my desire to make sure my kids had what I didn't have, I'm not sure I gave them, I'm not sure they have what I had. Does that make sense? Meaning, uh, I think I kind of messed that up a little bit. Basically, you're like, hey, I want to get my kid this. I want to get my kid that. I want to get my kid this because, you know, you didn't have that growing up. But in giving those things, you unintentionally didn't give them some things. Fight, grit, 
mm-hmm. resistance. And he obviously he and Millie have great kids. Yeah. Lo- lo- love their boys so much. But this is just all of us. I-, I it resonated with me because you know my mom was a single mom, the best. She was awesome and wonderful. Um, but they weren't like, oh, we're going on family vacation, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been we go on family vacation now. I love that we can do that. But now our kids actually think like that's a thing, right? It's like everybody does that because that's what they've grown up with. Right. Thank the Lord. Uh, primarily, you know, L. Uh, as we continue to get you know on in life a little bit more. But when you have all these blessings that come your way then you sometimes your kid doesn't get that fight and that grit right. that is right. needed yeah. in order to be the type of human being right. that, you know, the type of follower of Christ that they're going to be, that you want them to be. Because if you're going to live in this world, you're going to have trouble. For sure. How are you going to respond to it? Yeah. How are you going to deal with it? Yeah. You can't just go into the corner. You can't just yeah. cry. You can't just quit. And that's why sports are great for kids or something, but it's not just sports because I would say this: people talk about how sports builds character, and I heard one individual saying, "If sports builds character, and again, I'm a sports guy, I love sports, but if sports builds character, that means you ought to you ought to be able to go to the professional teams and find the most character, but you can't. Right. Those are the a lot of times, not all the time." But those are individuals that are going buck wild out mm-hmm. there. So it's not sports that builds character. You can build character a bunch of ways. Sure. But I get a little bit nervous of parents that spend all their time keeping their kid away from godly things. Maybe there's no devotionals in the house. There's no Bible study in the house. Then the kids don't come to church or they come to church inconsistently. And they don't have any mentors in their life that are Christ followers. And then we just, as parents think, well, I'm a Christian they're Christian, they're nice enough, and this is just going to stick. No, you got to get them in the right place at the right time, surrounded by the right people, so they can become who you want them to be. And as passionate as we are about getting our kids in sports, we better be that passionate about getting them around the things of God and the people of God, because that's what actually kept Parker later, right? It's You're up praying for him, which was amazing and wonderful. I did go to sleep. Uh, But you're up praying for him and and interceding for him as he's at these parties as he's out with these friends uh, but we also were like no you're coming to church on Sunday yeah no you, well if even if he didn't want to because he was in our home but those are the mentors those are the yeah. leaders that he's able to call on yeah. to yeah. help him become who he's supposed to be it's exactly. pretty special well with parenting and I know we've been on parenting for a second we have people that don't have kids that are listening to this as well but I, but I, say, I used to love though hearing no, I, yeah, when, I, when I, I didn't have parent. kids yeah, yeah same because you feel like you oh how am I going to do this and mm-hmm. what am I going to do so I, I don't have no problem talking I have no yeah. problem talking about this, this is this is what I've learned now that we have an 8 year old a 13 year old and a 19 year old we are still growing and Ooh, evolving a we, 19 year old are you serious we don't even we don't have it all figured out at all but I would say that what I'm learning, what I tell parents now, is no, all, whatever you do, the wonderful, beautiful things that you take pride in and doing for your kids and doing as a family, think of it as a garden. You're creating this beautiful garden. 
and there's going to come a time because there's something that happens. Either your toddler is going to go through a stage where they have temper tantrums mm-hmm. or your daughter is going to go through a stage where they're not grateful or your son mm-hmm. or your kid's going to get in middle school and see something on the on, on their phone or mm-hmm. a kid's phone yep. that they're not supposed to see. Or your son or daughter is going to go to high school and they're going to be exposed to things, Christian or non-Christian, yeah, that's right. or even at a cousin's house and then you homeschool. You just can't insulate your kids from the things of this world. But I will say, whatever failure point your family experiences, because kids are not perfect, and there's always some type of failure point, when you create this stunning garden, no matter what, your kids always have something to pull from. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they don't appreciate it. Mm -hmm. They don't appreciate the beautiful orchard that you provided for them. The tomatoes you put in the yard. The the heirloom ones that you like got all the dirt under your nails and sourced the seeds from Spain. Sometimes they don't appreciate it. Um, But there comes a time when they're able to pull from that fruit. And it is a beautiful sight to watch. Yeah, I, I really like that imagery. And, we, you know, we've talked about that, you know, with, with friends, that if you see it as this garden, as you're trying to raise your kid, and look what God put us in. He put us in the Garden uh, of Eden in the very beginning. But you've got this garden. They're able to pull, fr- you're, you're planting all these beautiful things. Okay, confidence and kindness. faith yeah. and kindness and uh, respect and um, purpose and identity mm-hmm. that, you know, you are a young man or a young woman of God and we love you. And and that's why I love that people in our church talk about doing the creed with their kids right. all the time, right? You have your little kids, you have a little two-year-old saying, you know, I am loved by God. I cannot earn it. I cannot mm-hmm. lose it. In Christ, I am forgiven yeah. and made yeah. brand new. I live with passion and purpose. I'm empowered by the Spirit to be the church in the world and to live for the glory of God. And you're putting that in like little kids. Here's the garden. You're just planting this stuff and you're weeding and you're trying to pull out stuff but you're putting new stuff yep. in there and it's like oh my goodness look at all again all this fruit and all these vegetables growing and these blue bonnets and these roses I mean you got all this stuff growing and it can feel like your kids don't appreciate it at times now when they're one you don't know that they don't appreciate it right. but you can get you know kids get a little bit older and get more of an opinion it's like why did I even do this why did I plant this garden uh, did, I, did I spend the right time did I waste time doing that? Do they not even care that all the attention and the money and the prayers and the time I put into this thing? But what we have found is your kid knows where to come back to. Yep. And then they can pull from what was planted. Yep. So the question really for all of us parents is what are we planting? Yep. What are we planting? I like to ask parents if your version of Christianity was reproduced in your kids, would earth look more like heaven or would it look more like hell? Right, 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 right. Or would it look more like just the same? Would, is the version of Christianity you're showing your kids, is it going to advance the cause of Jesus Christ in the earth? Or is it just going to advance the American dream? Right, right, right. Nothing wrong with American dream per se. I want everyone to be as successful as they can, but that's not our number one aim. Right. So if our version of Christianity is not something we want our kids living out in the future, then let's go ahead and make the adjustment, make the sacrifices now, not from a place of guilt or shame, but from a place of purpose and destiny and hope for the future. So good. I like that garden. What things... 
do you wish we would have put in that we didn't put in yeah. as much? Yeah, I would say we protected our kids from the difficulties of life. Mm-hmm. And from the stresses that we both deal with and have dealt with, from the disappointment, from the betrayals, mm-hmm. from just the like the like the dark times that yeah, we've yeah. just walked through. Yeah. Um, just building a life giving church, it comes with a great cost. Um, that obviously Jesus paid the ultimate price. But yes. <laughs> just well, you know, if you want to get anything off of the ground, whatever it is, if it's God's purpose for your life yeah. mm-hmm. and you're trying to get something off a of the business, ground, you can it is. expect Opposition, expect opposition. Disappointment. It's gonna cost you something. It costs you. A I lot. don't care what. And if it doesn't cost you anything, yeah, it's probably not worth doing, and it's probably not a step of faith. Exactly. So I feel like, especially with Parker, but I would say all three of our kids, we shielded them from that because we thought if we told them some of the things that we've experienced, some of our hurt and our pain, that it would make them see people differently mm-hmm. or see church differently. Yeah. So we only told them the good. We did them a disservice because they we sh- protected them from seeing us fight for things. Yes, and yes, seeing yes. us how we deal with disappointment, how we deal with pain, mm-hmm. how we deal with hurt. Yeah, um, we pretty much kept it pretty happy go lucky. Yeah, and kept a smile on our face. Um, you it's know, like us. We don't argue in front of our kids. Right, right, right. I mean, we don't. We're not big we arguers we're anyway. Not, but we just they've seen us disagree. Yeah, we disagree. But they've of never heard us like raise our voices, no, which yeah. we don't raise our voice. We don't do that. Um, but we shielded them from the struggle. I would say. Yeah. And I think that that they negative- were a part of set up and tear down and coming to church and that. But it was not like it wasn't as much the grind grind and the as conversations. We the that, conversations. Uh, we, yeah. We didn't say, "Oh, I cried about this." When mm. it came to just being hurt. Building yeah. a life-giving church. Yep. So I think we did them a disservice by not teaching them um, the fight side of us yep. and the scrappy side of us. Because you think, oh, church, it just all just happens. And everybody's so nice. You think everyone's just nice. And mm-hmm. and I feel like that was where we went wrong for sure. Mm-hmm. I think— Demons are real. Oh my gosh. Warfare is real. Warfare is real. Darkness in this earth is real. And not even just the disappointments, but just the pain of, oh, you walk with this family and the child was lost or the marriage ended or the job you know, they didn't get the job or the business didn't yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. And you're, you know, you're crying with people, walking with people. And don't get me wrong. There's plenty of promotions and babies and weddings and yeah. all those things are beautiful. Which they see all that. They yeah. see all those yeah. things. But, you know, navigating the, the, the deep, dark times that people walk through and then us showing them this is how you wear that. Yes. This is how. And we never felt like we had to fake. No, but I, I don't think, think we were being intentional. We thought we were protecting them. Yeah. But I think we did them a disservice because we did not show them what do you do when bad stuff happens. Yes, yes. I, I really, really feel that for for all the stuff that we had to navigate and of course you know still do because there were moments of course you know disappointment and and you go okay we're gonna pray you know as a family and you grab hands yeah but, there's but just it was a very level light of, yeah, we didn't light. really yeah there's just a level of you know for our marriage to be healthy for us to want to be the type of leaders that god has called us to be you do have to dig deep into who god has formed you and made you to be. When Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are standing there in front of King Nebuchadnezzar, and he's like, 
I'm going to kill you if you don't bow. Right. And they say, oh, King, you know, I'm, we, lo- we appreciate you, but the God we serve, he can totally yeah. get us out of this. Right, right, right. But even if he does not. That, yeah. We're not bowing. Yeah. You got to go to a deep place yes. when you're standing in front of a fiery furnace right. and you're telling the the king that you're not going to bow. And that's, I feel like that's how we live our life. Yes. But that part of our we life, not we kept under that. lock and key. Yes, yes. Now we're aware of it and now we're more honest. We're disappointed about this yes. or we're sad about this. Mm-hmm. But for the first, you know, no, no, yeah. eight years, it's only recently that we have shown them no, I'm I'm on some conversations, even with Parker in the car. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, be quiet right here. Let me have this conversation so he can hear how you navigate the conversation this. that I'm navigating. Yeah. That's a hard conversation mm-hmm. to have. Nothing yeah. that would be too, you know, personal for yeah. the other person on the other side, of course. Definitely you know, not. always respectful there. But there are some conversations and go, hey, I want you to listen in. So now on we this. learn from our mistakes. Yep. And now of course, correct. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Because yep, yep, you're yep, just yep. trying to figure things out, trying to grow, trying to get better. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I wish, I wish we would have figured out a way to get our kids to be able to get that, you know, that dig grit. down deep and like, no, my. Fi- I'm not going to be moved. Yeah, yeah. I'm on I'm firm foundation yeah. in my walk with yeah. Jesus. I'm not going anywhere. And they all are not going anywhere. They're on a firm foundation. But I think... Wait, no, what you, feel, no, no, you're right. I, I really I'm, think that they're on a firm foundation. But I think interpersonal skills of dealing with... I Because um, some of our kids have... Well, all three of them have dealt with bullying, some of them to different degrees. But I do wonder if we showed them how we fight, if they would have had a different response to being mm-hmm. bullied. You know? Yep. I would just wonder. Just, yep. I mean, you never can tell. You know, You can do everything perfect... And crazy stuff still for happens. For sure, for so. sure. We're just talking about trying to give it an assessment of our lives yeah, to I would make say sure the kids stay Something else in. that we could have done better is teaching our kids because we're big unconditional love people. Mm-hmm. We like love people too much. Um, <laughs> I, if like, you can. If you can love someone yeah. too much, I would say that would be us. And we love unconditionally. And we see the potential and purpose in pretty much everyone and everything. But I think we did not teach our kids. We taught our kids unconditional love, which is great. But when you're in middle school, you have to learn, is this person going to be a good friend yeah, for me? Or wisdom. Not? Wisdom. Wisdom. Wisdom in relationships. Yes. They just saw us serving people, setting the table, honoring people. You love the least of these. You love the outcast. You love the one that's forgotten. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, which we you, still you love believe everyone. That, which we still live our life totally, that way. Totally, totally. But, but there's some kids that you're not yet ready for. to have that relationship because you're not strong enough yourself to be able to remember who you are yep. in that relationship. And I think we could have done a better job of teaching them discernment. Yeah. Relational discernment. Yeah. Like that would have saved us so much. It really, really in would have. In terms of friendships in middle school, high school, mm-hmm. relational discernment. I don't even know how we would have done that. I don't know either. Uh, because we also don't like to ever talk bad about people. Exactly. <laughs> you know, because yeah. you don't, we don't do that, right? No. I mean, people yeah. are made in the image of God. You want to honor people. You want to speak highly of people. Yeah. You don't want, you know, gossip or. Yeah. Maybe it, we could have done more of like, what do you look for? Teaching them what you look for in a good friend. Yeah, yeah. But because we're such big lovers of people, even people that didn't hit that mark of a good friend, our friend, our kids just love. Yeah, for sure. We so, would have, um, we have had to ask our kids, hey, if you're around 
kids that are asking you to compromise who you are. Yeah. And you have to dumb down your love for God. But they don't feel at all like they have to dumb down their love for culture or what they love. Yeah. Why is it they're asking you to make that change, but they're not willing to make that right, change? Right, right, right. That's not a friend. Exactly. Because if you can't be true to who you are and they're going to force you to adjust to somebody else, then then that's not a relationship that you need to be investing in, exactly. especially at p- particular times and yeah. seasons of, of a young person's life. Yeah. And, you know, again, you live and learn. Um, we're growing still. Yeah. Uh I was told by someone, you don't ever stop being a parent. (laughs) So even after they graduate college and move out and Mm -hmm. do all these things, you're still still a parent. We're in a a fun spot. I'm going to call it fun because I'm trying to make sure I get my mouth right and I say the right things about our life. I'm going to call it a fun, exciting season when you have, you know, from elementary school to To college. college. Yeah, we have all three. And that is has at times tried to kick our butts, but it's not going to kick our butts mm-hmm. because we are strong in Christ and we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. We can be content in... E- I'm talking to myself right now. We can be it. content in every circumstance, whether we have a lot or we have a little. It yeah. does not matter. Mm-hmm. But on the real, it's tried to kick our butts and take us out at mm-hmm. times for sure. With that being said, having people, having you know kids... Uh, you know, spanning this different age, these different ages and these different seasons, we are getting to learn. I feel new like we things. can relate to any parent yeah. because we have a little person, mm-hmm. we have a middle schooler and a college freshman yep. who is just in high school. Maybe empty nesters, not as much yet. No, we yeah, don't have like the, yeah. we don't have the grandkids no, and all that kind not of stuff that, yet. But, but, but like the, a lot of the young families in our church, it's like, we're still in it with you. We're like, so in it. Like, we got an eight-year-old. We're in it. We're, we're in ballet recitals. You yeah. know, we're in it. Yeah, oh, 1,000%. <laughs> so the beautiful thing is I think we can We're in lift. basketball games. Oh, God. It, I say, oh, honey, God. Honey, you shouldn't have said because, it like that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Number one, I think that's using the Lord, Lord's name in vain. Well, I said or it because you're probably crying out to him. we've celebrated all of our children, and some have more athletic ability than others. I'm not naming any names, <laughs> oh, but no. sometimes when you're at the different various sporting events, um, it is unique when um, they're still discovering their athletic ability. <laughs> so I just was having some memories. It is so awesome to be at a game and you're basically dying in the stands. Well, if your child is not playing and you're just there. You're cheering on other people's kids. 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 (laughs) Yeah, it's the same thing at recitals. You go for an hour and a half and you see your child for three minutes. Oh, we've been in the... Grayson's very, very good with the cello oh, yeah. and the viola. I mean, exceptional. Yeah, like he's brilliant. Like, all state kind of level for sure. And he's like, okay, I got this recital. That's like, our middle son. Yeah, we're yeah. there. Boom. We sit down and he plays for three minutes. And we're like... If that fool don't get back up there and play some more after all the juggling we had to do to get here. But, of course, we don't say that to him. We just no, say, We just smile. We take photos. Job. Oh, my goodness. We go out to ice cream after, and mm-hmm. we just, we're leaned in. But you can't leave right away because the orchestra teacher doesn't let your child just play and, and then leave. leave. Right. So we get to sit there 
and watch all the other, other kids. Parents, <laughs> other people's kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're just looking forward to being a light for Jesus Christ. That's really why we're there. Yeah, we're there to make disciples. Yes, that's what we're there to do. So we just we just spread the love of Jesus as we sit there. For hours. <laughs> oh, man. It is... And and we got a whole nother one coming behind them. Yeah, like we got another. Like we're we're in this for a minute. Oh, we're yeah, we, we got a good fifty. Yeah, I don't know how many yeah. years, but we got a minute. <laughs> I, tried, I messed Onega, up on the math. I was like, started doing get, the math. She was, was like, you like, know what? We got another. Let, let me not even let say, me it. say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm not gonna try. But I will say we got this. A good, got another thirty-seven years. Got another forty-two <laughs> years of parenting. Um, but I will say, since we're staying on this parenting vein, um. Some of the things that I think we've done really well, and I'm going to talk about you. You pretty much do every single bedtime, and you get in there with our kids. You read scripture over them since they were babe since I, since they were babies. Um, since Parker was in my womb, since Grayson and Elle were like little teeny tiny days old, you've been reading scripture over them. You've taught them memory verses. You've taught them confession. Hey, you it's all whole, the garden though. You it's have a whole garden. bedtime routine that you've done with them like pretty much every single night. So I feel like we do bedtime really well. We do family dinners really well. We do highs, lows, and what we're thankful for. Well, going off family dinner though, let me just add this dynamic uh, what you bring to be able to create moments. And it's not even, uh, you're great at the special moments. Huge. You want to have a birthday and be connected to Onika, hands down, because she makes people feel so special. But I also like that it's not just the big moments of birthdays. I feel like it's the everyday we're going to have family dinner and you're going to, you're looking up recipes on Instagram, trying to find something really, really special. Now, is it always appreciated? No. Um, does everyone always eat everything? No. But do you still keep on just giving your best every single time? Yes, yes, yes. And I think it also speaks to just the culture of who, what we have in our home. We're going to give our best. We're going to hospitality. I want you to feel loved. I want you to yeah. feel seen. That's why our church actually feels the way it does too is because that's the same way it is uh, at home. So thank you for saying those kind things about me. But I definitely want to put that back on you because I'll see you. I'll tend to want to do things with the kids. Onika likes to kind of sit and snuggle and watch movies and like pop popcorn and they bake love cookies, both those, yeah. yeah, baked cookies. They love both of those things. And I love that we get to bring kind of who we are. Mm-hmm. I like to kind of run out and get out and go do stuff. And Grace and I went to go play um, virtual reality. Some, it was $50. That's nuts. Per person. What? I'm not lying. We went on a daddy bro, you know, time. Yeah. Ellen and I had done the daddy daughter date. And then later on, I went out with Grayson. For bro time, I was like, oh, I think this is a virtual reality place. We rolled up to it. Yeah. And they said, $50. That's per- crazy. Now he's there standing, you know, looking at me like he really wants so to do it. got to deliver. So, so we went out and sold some weed. And, um, and then we came back and we, we paid for it cash. I have no comments. <laughs> it's not true, guys. But I threw you all off on that one. <laughs> I know I threw off on Nika, too. You definitely too. threw me off. <laughs> oh, God. It's I just never true. know what you're going to say. But we did, but we did. we did have the money, praise the Lord. Yeah. And 
that was three months worth of daddy bro time. So we'll be back in the garage making chopping up wood. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> that's free. Because that's free. That's we got some we got some sticks in the backyard and he and I are gonna shape them into little arrows. <laughs> that's what do. I love it. I'm gonna call them Pocahontas. So that's what we're gonna be doing because that's what we got him for, for Christmas. Yeah, little wood shop. He's our crafty one. Yeah, he loves it. Um Yep. But all that to say, I think you do bedtimes amazing. Um, you give the best wisdom and advice to our kids. You do that amazing. You're one of the most present parents I've ever met in my entire life. And you prior towards our fa- prior prioritize our family and our kids. And they feel that. They see the way you honor me. And I feel like sometimes we sign up our kids for all the things. We do so much for our kids, but then we forget about our spouses and then our marriage relationship collapses and that impacts our kids and they don't care that you pack the special lunch with the designer lunchbox. Mm-hmm. They care that their parents... Bento box. All, yeah, bento box, mm-hmm. which is great. Bento boxes are great. Yeah, we, But bento boxes I are saw not one of those more... in our house. Yeah, but they're not more important than a healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. And I feel like beyond being present for our kids, which you're the most present, I don't think they'll ever meet a parent and go, oh, I wish my dad did that because you do that. And a hundred times well, more. You're kind to say that. No, it's that. true. But I'm, let you. me just let me just Thank land the plane with that. this thought. Okay. But I think you also show them honor to me, honor to your mom, which I think is the most important thing because it provides security for all the other things you do. Well, that that's really kind of you to say for sure. And I pause. I receive that. Good job. I say thank He's working you. on trying to receive compliments. I say thank you very very much for that. I want to let that sink in. Because I know if I was not doing something right, I would hear that loud and clear mm-hmm. and want to go fix and make that right. So thank you very, very much. I hear that. And it's beautiful. And for those of you who are wondering, Onika's always like this. She is an encourager. She puts courage in people and you just put courage in me. Because I still feel like, dang, I don't know. I hope I'm doing right by this. I hope I'm nailing it i'm hoping oh, I'm you're totally getting nailing. It. i don't know what more you could do well, you could like retire now as a know. as a dad and a husband which you aren't <laughs> but you've done enough for a lifetime and continue to do by your presence well thank you well the good thing too is we're on the same page yeah. and the, the agreement is really really powerful in marriage when both spouses mm-hmm. are like hey we're in this. We want this to be successful. Yeah. We want this to be life-giving. We want to be present. But I, We're not fighting yeah. against each other no. on like, do we go to this game? Do we not go to this game? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. we go to games. Yeah. We, we're we're going to go even to a practice if we need to. We're going to be there for, obviously, the birthday parties, putting the kids down for bed, uh, godliness, you know, yeah. pouring Jesus into them. We're in agreement on so many yeah. things and like-minded, it really makes a world of difference. I remember I read something a long time ago. Matter of fact, I think the guy's name was a uh, oh, what's it? What is it? Um, who's the E Harmony guy? I don't remember. The guy who came but with E Harmony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was before Hinge and all the things. Yes, E Harmony still might be out there. Uh, okay, shout out E Harmony. Okay, yeah, look that up for me real quick, right there, please. And um, he wrote a book years and years ago. And one of the things he said in that book, which I thought was great, he said, the more you're alike, the less you argue about. Yeah, Neil Clark Warren. Uh, 
the more you're alike, the less you argue about. And okay. I feel like you and I are alike yeah. on a lot of things. Lot. Yeah. And when it comes to parenting, we're alike. Mm-hmm. Now, we weren't alike on... Raising a teenager. Yeah, raising a teenager. We went that back and most, forth. That um, Contentious. Tension we had in our marriage. It was also was during COVID. True. You know, it kind of like kind of came yeah, to yeah. a climax mm-hmm. during COVID for mm-hmm. sure. So, but yes, without a doubt, that has been the, the most intense time. But with you and I both wanting to pray for our kids, you yeah. and I both wanting them to feel seen, you and I mm-hmm. both wanting them to feel special, you and I both wanting them to feel and encouragement. To make memories. Yeah. We both want to make memories, but you are without a doubt the best memory maker. I mean, we'll go on vacation and Onika will have us have like this matching outfit so we can take this cool family picture and we all are kind of matching or kind of in the same family of our clothes. Remember those bucket yeah. hats? Yeah. One year we had these dope bucket hats. All Look like, think LL Cool J, Run DMC from back of the day. You don't know who that is? Look it up. I mean, it was like Kangos. It was so fresh and... I had nothing to do with that. I didn't even know that stuff was in our bag. And you made sure all of that stuff got packed, got in there. But it's a memory I'll never forget. Mm-hmm. And and you've done that countless times over. Parker, when he just turned 19, just creating moments and memories. That was just been really, 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 really special. Thank you for being the type of mother you are, type of wife you are. That's so leaned in and very, very present, so teachable. Um, with like, oh, I want to learn. I want to get better. I want to grow. You're always a student trying to, you know, grab a hold of knowledge when you could be the one writing the book on everything, basically, because you do everything so, so well. So love you deeply. Hey, um, everybody, we love you a whole bunch. Yeah, we're on the journey with you. Yes, we totally are. We'll tell you all the things for anything that we feel like we've done well, and we'll tell you the things that don't do them. Yeah, we're, we're for like sure. Not perfect, but I think that we are teachable, and we want to keep growing. We do. We want to have fun. We're in love with Jesus. We're in love with each other. We're in love with our family. We're in love mm-hmm. with building God's house. And when we get hurt, we just get back up and we ask God to scrub our hearts to keep us pure. There it is. There's the recap right there. Love, love a good recap mm-hmm. and. Do we have an email address that people can, like, send us questions or something? Stories at shorelinecity.church. Okay. That's good. Stories at shorelinecity.church. Okay, cool. So maybe even a topic you want us to talk about or something like that. Send Tell it. Tell us. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great. We're probably not going to read it. But just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. You can send it. Maybe it'll make its way to us. But this is just, you know, us giving a resource to say we love yep. you we're for you we're praying you're not alone you're exactly. not forgotten yeah uh just a life-giving time and hopefully we can all keep moving forward together okay with so much love with so much love eno podcast we are we're out. back bye bye